This podcast was brought to you by Project Passport, helping you bring wellness to work. Visit project-passport.com to book a corporate retreat or to learn more about our employee wellness program. The humming part of hummingbird comes from the sound made by flapping their wings quickly, but that's not the only sounds they make. Different species have sounds that come from the vibration of their tails, aggressive chattering and squealing when they're sparring with each other, or just singing and chirping to greet each other or get that other kind of mating attention. Welcome to the Project Warrior podcast. I'm Salima Ismail. And I'm Sabria Charles, and I'm excited to make our own sounds for this podcast today. (laughs) Yeah, me too. You know, when you think about it, there are so many ways we make sounds using our bodies and our voice and just everything. Isn't it crazy? It is. It's so much fun. And I think about, you know, these sparring hummingbirds. I kind of want to see a hummingbird spar just for the fun of it. (laughs) Hopefully no hummingbirds will be harmed in the process. But I just, you know, I think that sound is such an important way for really all species to express themselves. Definitely. Just in their communication and everything. You know, I went traveling with my cat recently and it's so funny how she'll try her different kinds of meows and yells to get our attention and do what she needs and how she's trained us to figure out what each thing she meows or says means partially because of the context and partially because of the tonality of her voice it's incredible to think an animal can do that and then how much more complex it is us as humans yeah i agree and i just think for our overall well-being being able to communicate in different ways is so important this idea of you know how we say something changes everything for example i'm a really big user of the word like girl and like you know it's like girl Girl, that's a very different girl than girl or girl or girl. You know, it's just that one word. I can say it different ways. And if you understand the lingo or you know me, you know exactly what I mean when I say girl, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think one thing that makes us feel connected most as humans, and I would, I'm sure for hummingbirds too, is when you have someone that just gets you, you know, when you don't have to say much and they get you, or when you say that short phrase that everybody else would be like, what are you talking about? But that person or or friend or partner, whatever that person is in your life, they get you. And there's something special about that to me. And I just think that that's the beauty of humanity and of a living species to be able to just communicate with others and build some sort of connection through that. That's super interesting and super relevant you know, I get together with my family and sometimes we play the game taboo or, or yeah. covert, you know, and it's like, depending on who you're playing with, you choose your hints a little differently because of just your common experience or the way you can say things and just that extra language you have with each person in your life. Honestly, one thing that I'm learning about how you come across and how you communicate is I know we oftentimes get so focused on what's being said, but how it's being said can make a huge difference. It's funny, even when I work with my therapy clients, put the dishes in the sink sounds a lot different than, hey, hun, I noticed that the dishes have been dirty all week. And I know that we agreed that do the dishes. Could you put the dishes in the sink? If we can change how we approach language, we can really build a better world, quite frankly. And I mean, so much of it also just gets hidden in texts and emails where we add our own tone or where it's all going and you have to add lots of emojis or extra things just to soften it or to get it across. Sometimes I feel like I put more exclamation marks in emails just to say like, I want you to know I'm smiling, even though I'm like, I wonder if they think I'm screaming at them depending (laughs) on how they perceive it. 
at some point you have to take what's being said in good faith. And I guess it's a reminder for us to also just give everybody grace. And when you read a bad tone to just take a moment and really see if that's your projection or if that's what's intended. I love that. Very well said, Salima. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, since this episode is all about sounds and tone and all the noises, I thought it was important to get our hummingbird warriors to chime in. And I have to say, Stefan and Hannah really pull through. I love both of their submissions. Take a listen. How I make use of my voice is through a variety of different ways. I would say the way I start a conversation with people the kind of tone I use to enter or to start or to reach is try to keep it warm and, and gentle in a way that people can come to me in, in peace, I guess, just to find some warmth there. And I also notice that when I get more enthusiastic, my voice starts pitching. It is really interesting and it's been said to me over the years that I've worked with people and under people and in teams and groups by leaders and managers that when I start getting enthusiastic and pitching, it's really affectionate and people go along with it. And this this is just a wonderful thing about how your voice can bring energy with it and enthusiasm or, as I said, how using a more calm voice can really open up a lot for people, creating a, a space that is welcoming for people to simply be, to express, to be vulnerable, to explore and experience. Hello, Project Passport family. This is Hannah. And when Salima asked me about my relationship to sounds, I thought about a couple things. First, I thought about how I love the sound of a thunderstorm. Living in Florida, having thunderstorms almost every day really brings me a lot of peace. I love the crack of the thunder and the sound when it rains really hard. And even if it's not raining when I'm going to sleep, I like to play rain and piano sounds to calm my mind. I also thought about how my fiance is working on music production and he loves to make music. And in order to get the sounds he wants, he has to play sounds like the same sounds every single minute for hours and that makes me so aggravated but at the end you know he's hearing things that i'm not hearing and i think that's very fascinating and then at the end when everything is all put together what he creates is such an amazing melody it's such an amazing song so those are two things i thought of but the thing i thought of that i think is the funniest that I can't believe I just, it came to my mind. So have you ever heard a word and then you keep repeating it over and over and over again and then it just starts to sound really funny? (laughs) Well, I have thought the word soup is really funny for the longest time because if you say it continuously, it starts to sound ridiculous. Like what even is that word? It's like soup, 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 soup. Like, what is that? <laughs> well, yeah, so what words do you guys think are funny? Because I would love to make myself laugh even more. First of all, it's hilarious that Hannah talks yeah. about the soup, 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 soup. Now I'm going to be saying soup all day. Love it. And I think Stefan, he has such a great point. I think that, you know, he talked about how his tone becomes this more comforting pitch 
whenever he communicates or when he's excited. It's funny because sound makes so much of what Stefan is, even as a facilitator. People feel so comforted around him. And, and whenever he does events and things, he always can bring across this calm. And I realize that he's right. So much of it is in his tonation and how he says what he says with the energy he says it in. So I just love that they both have found ways to see tone for the better, even despite the loud music with Hannah's fiance, they found ways to see tone for the better and sounds for the better. And a little experiment we can make that ties both of them together is a word that I find really funny is bubbles, but especially when you try to say it with an angry voice, because you can't, you can't go bubbles, bubbles, <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> you can't, bubbles. you can't take someone bubbles. seriously and they go bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles. Bubbles. I love that. I love that. You know, I could go into a whole thing about all these weird words that we have in the American language, but you know what? I'm going to leave it at that because you're right. I think that there's so much beauty in the words that we say and how we say them on top of that. For sure. But I'd love to hear it from our warriors. So warriors, if you want to share your voice or your funny words, we'd love to hear about them. Let us know. So send a short voice message to podcast at project-passport.com and we may feature you in an upcoming episode. In any case, now that we have the sound of the hummingbird, we are one hum closer to protecting the well-beings. Bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs>